0: Hey, good morning, lovely people of the planet. Oh, there's a fire truck. Wow. It's 11 degrees before sunrise. I think it's time we finally have that talk. You know, four critical tips for winter bicycle commuting. <laughs> It's cold out here, man. Hey, good morning, lovely people of the planet. How's it going? I'm Jeff O. This is The Morning Ride, pedal-powered podcast. That's right, we're bringing in the new branding for season three, which starts next Thursday. Today, December 6 2018, Just got a shout out to my sister, H, who lives here in Idaho with us. It's her 49th birthday today. H, I hope you have a great day. Another one of the big things for her ride is uh, snow skiing, and I hope that she can get out, and enjoy the snow today. Oh, <laughs> whoa! I just about unenjoyed the snow right there. Uh, so, one of the things you might notice is a lot of tire noise. That's because last weekend it did snow. I think I talked about this, but last weekend it did snow here a lot. And uh, so I put my studded tires on my bike. That's not a requirement. Unless you live in a super snowy area. But we'll get to that. How you doing? Yeah? Yeah, been a rough week. Evidently Jupiter just unretrograded, re-retrograded. I'm not an astronumerologicist. No, not at all, man. Ooh, it's cold. I'm gonna have to slow down a bit so that I can talk. Yeah, evidently something about Jupiter just turned around. So if you were feeling the imposition of celestial bodies, or if you're just feeling mushy on the inside. It might have had something to do with celestial bodies. I love the idea of that level of interconnectedness we have with the planets, among the planets, among our physicality, that our emotions are, uh, uh, governed is not the word, influenced, that they are influenced, that they are in a, some sort of electromagnetic spiritual relationship with other celestial bodies. I kinda dig that, I know, it's hip, hippy stuff. Oh, I almost did it, man. I'm trying to keep this non-explicit, because that's not what we're about. Today, though, and I better get on it. Today, I've been promising to talk about what, how I do winter bicycle commuting. And uh, the first tip that I have, yeah, these all start with L. That's how I'm going to remember it. I've got four of them. So tip number one is you've got to love being on a bicycle. If you don't love being on a bicycle, man, don't start commuting in the winter because it's just going to be really tough. <clears throat> now, that was a very binary dogmatic statement, which I don't really mean. I just, you know, we gotta, I have to set myself up for success. And like, this time of year is not the time of year that I really take a look at changing up how much my frequency of drinking, you know? Like, I've kind of been on this pattern where I've been trying not to drink during the week any alcohol, but that has not happened this week. I'm gonna blame it on Jupiter, but then see, that doesn't work either, does it? No, it's all about me. So, I know for me that it's gonna be after the holidays before I can get back into a routine. Plus, we're traveling again. We get to see our friend Lynn and Bend this weekend. We're literally going over there for one day. Hopping on a plane in the morning, coming back the next morning. I'm so excited to see her, man. She's one of my favorite people ever. So, tip number one is you gotta love it. If If you love being on a bicycle or If you love winter and what I'm talking about here specifically is bicycle commuting at like below 32 degrees. If you're above 32 degrees, a lot of these tips also make sense. Um, you just gotta, it's not quite as intense. So other than loving it, loving either winter or loving bicycling, but you kind of got to love being out or outside that's gonna help a lot. The other thing is you've got to make it a routine. I can't imagine how difficult it would be to try bicycle commuting like one day a week in the winter. It'd just be so frustrating because it takes a while to understand how the gear works, how your body works. My body, now that that I'm living in an adult body, (laughs) a 48 year old body, I'm understanding How my body responds to things on a daily basis. So when I'm in my routine, it's easy to know. Oh, at 11 degrees, I got to dress like this. At 11 degrees, it's going to take me this long. Whereas at 20 degrees, it takes me like almost like five to seven minutes less time to get into work, into the office. Ooh, man, it is so beautiful here on the river. Got all the Canada geese hanging out. Yeah, see, they're worried about that sound of the studded bike tires, too. But it is beautiful. The sun is literally just now cracking over the hills east of Boise. And see, this is why I love it. One of the things that I've realized is that a lot of people have been asking me recently, wow, how do you ride all winter? It's like, well, I just love being on a bicycle. But I realized that that is actually an accumulation of things. Like... I love the way it makes me feel, just health-wise. I mean, like, intellectually I know that it's really healthy to be out here on a bike. Um, I love being on a bike, and if, if I wasn't biking to work, i probably, say good morning, I probably wouldn't have time to get on a bike because it's gonna be dark otherwise. And it's hard to get out on a bike when it's cold and dark. Like for a, a joy ride, you know, on a mountain bike. Through eel-infested waters. He's no concern of ours. That's a bad quote from uh, The Princess Bride, one of my favorite movies of all time. By the way, in addition to uh, being a monkey babbling on a bicycle, I'm also a monkey that has a thumb and can write down things. I sent out an email called These Things. You might see it out on my website if you go out there, jefferyoliver.com. I'm an E-R-Y kind of Jeffrey, J-F-F-E-R-Y. So, if you're interested in these things, it's a little bit more considered publication, mostly around culture and art, things that I find interesting, things that inspire me. A little less freeform than than this. Why was I telling you that? I don't even know. Well, these tunnels sound massive when I'm uh, these tunnels on the Greenbelt. You know, you go under the roads. Whew. Okay. So the second thing is clothing. No. The second thing is lights. You are invisible as a bicyclist in the winter. Nobody can see you. Oh, little wall ride here. Hey, good morning, brother. Uh, that dude had a trailer on his bike. He was set to go, man. I hope he's having as good a time as I am. Head knees facing the sun. Man, it's like pinky orange. I would stop to take a photo, but it's too cold for that. That's one thing, folks. Photos that I'm associating with these podcasts on my website, they're not going to be necessarily the day of the podcast during the winter. It's just too cold, and the way that I've got to hook up my mic... uh Uh-oh. I just heard a beeping. We may not be recording at this moment. That's fine. So, layers. The thing is, it's cold riding a bike in the winter. Your feet are gonna be cold. There's just no getting around it. Unless you have electric socks, which some people do, or um, the heat warmers, the chemical heat warmers, or there are also some that you can like put in a microwave, warm them up, put them in your shoes. They're like insoles that are like, you know, thermo-reactive. The thing that Jennifer likes to tell people, because she gets up and runs early in the morning in the cold, is, she puts on wool socks and then puts her clothes, or shoes on right away. And then her feet are warm, right out of bed. And you gotta keep your feet warm before you get on the bike because, like right now, my feet are cold. I mean, I can feel they're cold. Now, I'm one of these people that it takes, I don't mind the cold. I don't mind feeling a little bit cold. So this is easy for me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm not evangelizing commuting at below 32 are definitely not at 11 degrees, except we know it's not gonna rain, right? <laughs> That's fun. So, oh, lights, I keep forgetting this. So you gotta have a blinking light in front, blinking white light in front, because a steady white light, people can't perceive that something is moving. That's why deer get hit by cars all the time, because they don't know that, they just see the light, they don't know that there's something moving behind it. Same thing with drivers. They can't tell. Now, if it's dark enough, like, there's snow on the ground right now, and it's kind of just before sunrise. I mean, I think sunrise is in about two minutes. Oh, no. The sun is actually up over the hill, so it's just now sunrise. We got snow everywhere. It's pretty easy to see. I'm on a green belt. I don't have to worry about other cars. I do have to worry about maintenance vehicles and other bikers and walkers. Um, But... You have to have a blinking white light in front, a blinking red light in back. If you need a light to see, then you need a steady white light in front and a blinking white light in front. Otherwise cars aren't gonna see you. I don't know about where you live, but they fill up the bike lanes with snow this time of year, which I think is really unfortunate. It's part of the city plan and I kinda get it. You know, there there definitely are fewer of us out this time of year. So filling up the bike lanes with uh snow kind of makes sense but it does also mean that there are times that I'm gonna be out riding in the middle of the road in the dark in the winter no one's expecting a bike out there when it's this cold it's great because people's windows aren't fogged up it hasn't snowed people's windows are clear I'm probably as visible as I can be part two about this is that you are in charge of that you have to go in a steady line like maintaining Your position on the road is critical. If you're all over the place, cars don't know what to do with that and they get pissed off. I get pissed off when I see bikes doing it. Oh, man, this is sounding preachy. I'm just trying to get through it. It's cold. I've got a lot of tips, man. Because I'm excited. Because if you want to do it, here's the things that can really help, I think. You're doing okay? You're listening? I appreciate it. Thanks for being on the ride with me this morning. I'm talking about this one specifically, but the big ride, man, this time of year... I love it. I love the coming together of people in the Northern Hemisphere. I'm sure they do it in the Southern Hemisphere too, but just like six months from now. All right, so clothing. You're gonna be cold (laughs) the first 10 minutes of the ride because you've got to dress for when you're warmed up and you're at your most aerobic because you don't want to be sweating. Like, I'm sweating a little bit, which is fine, but if I was sweating any more than this, it's really dangerous because if I get stopped for whatever reason, if I have to stop for more than like three minutes, hypothermia, yep, kills more people than moose up in Anchorage. So I wear a windproof jacket because that keeps the wind from going through my clothes, which you know when it's warmer when it's above 32, I wear a a jacket that has windproof on the front, but it's not windproof on the back. It's a bicycling jacket, and uh, that allows me to evaporate the sweat. That's above 32, though. I'm not as worried about hypothermia at, at that temp. And then you just got to have enough layers on underneath. I like—I really have to have my ears covered. I wear a ski helmet, my ski helmet, in the winter when I'm riding. They've got bike helmets now that have like winter gear that you can snap in. I also wear like clear goggles or clear like safety glasses like my woodworking glasses because it's cold (laughs) and my ears will tear up too much and I won't be able to see real well so I like protecting my eyes plus like if it's a ice foggy kind of morning we don't have that so much here but we did in Anchorage a lot yeah like little particles of ice in the air that'll mess up your eyes dude you don't want that okay so Love it, live it. <laughs> There's a snowman that someone has stuck oak leaves in, like hair. It's so cute. Oh man, another day I'll stop and take a photo of that for you. Sorry, it's just too cold to mess with the microphones and such. Um, so if you love being outside, if you love winter, if you love riding a bike, then uh, you can live the the winter bike community. You gotta have lights. You gotta get you layering down. Oh, part two of the layering is always carry a down jacket with me in case I do get stopped. Like if I have a flat and have to walk, it's going to take about five minutes and then I'm going to get really cold. So I've got a down jacket with me. Plus, the you know, I wear lightweight gear while I'm on a bike because it's really aerobic, especially when you're riding through snow. And so uh, that won't keep me warm like later on when I've got to walk across campus to a meeting. So I throw a, a down bag and the uh, down jacket in the bag. And that gives me uh, something to wear for keep, keeping warm when I'm walking around later, cruising over somewhere for lunch or something. Although I did bring my lunch today, chili that Jennifer made. Thank you so much. Oh, it's so good. She makes the best vegan chili, man. So that's the other thing that's really critical is you gotta you gotta have clothing or a plan about what you're gonna do like within five minutes of not being able to ride like if your bike breaks down and then that's kind of the, the last tip is you gotta learn your gear like you gotta learn how to change a flat tire before <laughs> before it's 11 degrees and you have a flat because that would be that would be horrible. Um, So when I'm winter riding, I've always got an extra inner tube with me. I've got my little tire um, levers to pull my tire off. I've got a pump, a little handheld pump. And uh, I also carry a chain tool with me because one day when I was up in Anchorage biking, it was like five degrees, my chain broke. And I had that tool with me, and so I was able to put an you know, I I took a link out and I was able to put another pin in. And so I was able to get back on my bike. I had a jacket with me, so a down jacket with me, so I was able to stay warm while I was, you know, kneeling down and sitting in the snow working on my bike. Hey, good morning. Wow, those are beautiful dogs. Beautiful people too, I guess. I guess. They look like the kind of people I could be friends with. You know, the the people kind of people. Hey, good morning on your right. Oh. Hey, good morning. How's it going? So, those are my four tips. These are the things that I do, the things that I recommend to people. Because you gotta love it. You gotta start when you know that you're gonna be successful. You know, if you don't like being cold, man, wait till spring to start trying to bike commute. Literally, ride the bus, find public transportation, ride ride shares, um, or walking. I've even done that before. You know, you gotta plan a lot differently that's the other thing is just kinda you gotta have a plan for like if my bike breaks down this is what I'm gonna do so if part of your plan is I'm gonna call somebody please know that if your iPhone is like mine it can hang, hang out in the cold for about five minutes and then the battery can drop from eighty percent to twenty or even fifteen percent so uh, you're gonna rely on your phone make sure it's supercharged up make sure it's warm Like to record this podcast, you know, I record it on a microphone that I plug into my phone and I stick my phone inside my bag, inside my uh, down jacket so that the battery doesn't die before I get to the office. So if anyone has any other questions, you can hit me up on the Twitters at J-E-F-F-O-F-F-E-J. You can also find a lot of this. I, I like posting that on Instagram because I'm a photographer type person and Instagram's still a great place for that. Same handle out there. Um, of course, you can find this... Um, I don't put a transcript of this out on my website because that would be antithetical to recording a podcast to have the text out there. I'm still divided on that because, you know, it makes the searchability different. So I don't know how to how to get that out in the world. Oh, yeah well thank you I'm so I'm really grateful that you share this with somebody that's really that makes me feel good thank you <laughs> I know I'm being a little ornery there thing is starting next week season three I think I finally got a structure and I'm pretty excited about how the uh, how the podcast has evolved altogether so if you do enjoy this please send the uh, link just from my website or to iTunes or wherever you're listening to it, Stitcher and Google out there too, I guess. Um, Yeah, share it with someone. Hey, good morning. Share it with someone that you don't want to buy them a gift, but uh, you know that they like bicycling and uh, monkeys. (laughs) Monkeys that ride bicycles. I literally saw a monkey riding a bicycle once. One of those little guys that, uh, I don't know, you see in India. What are they called? I don't remember what they're called. Maybe it was a chimpanzee. I don't know. Well, folks, thank you so much for letting me ride with you this morning on this very, very cold day. Although I will say now that the sun's up, it is so gorgeous. I'm so grateful to get to ride with you. I'm so grateful that I love riding a bike and that I get to ride a bike. Um, I do realize that that is a privilege. It's partially a lifestyle. I mean, we we intentionally bought a house near within 10 miles of where we thought we might be working. So I have jobs so... Jennifer is taking a break because it is icy out. But uh, next week she'll be back on the bike, I imagine. And uh, she's kind of missing it. Yeah, we're those people. If you're people like us, thanks for riding with us. Hey, if you love riding a bicycle, get out on a bicycle. And, uh, you know, this is the only ride we've got. So whatever your thing is. For me, it's bicycling, whatever your thing is. I hope that you get an opportunity to engage with it today. H, I hope you have a great birthday. Um, Folks, remember, this is the only ride we got. So uh, if you love it, get into it, engage with it, and have a great weekend.